Sean Mize here, and I'm going to start uh, answering questions here. We're going to start with Kristen. Kristen, you're live. Hey, Sean. Hi, Kristen. Okay, so I, I mean, I, I really appreciated the training. I felt like there were definitely a couple points that spoke to me, like, um, you know, not focusing so much on going down the to-do list. But I guess my question is, is like, I, you know, when you asked you know, what's the big thing that you think is holding you back and that sort of thing. I mean, I kind of feel like I, I do most things right. I mean, you know my business pretty well, so, you know, I, I do things right. I've pretty much streamlined. I'm not buying into new technology every month. I've found what works for me, and that's what I use. So, I mean, when I'm thinking about, like, you know, how do I want to step forward with something from Sean's training today, like, I'm thinking there's a couple of projects that I could think of that, yeah, like, if I made that my number one focus for the next 90 days and really get that in place, I think it could enhance my business, but I don't have, like, an intuitive sense of if I drop everything and work on this one thing, it's going to take me to the next level because I feel like I've done that for a bunch of one things and nothing's really worked. So, you know, do I just focus on one of these projects that I think could make an incremental difference, and then if I get through a couple of 90-day periods of those, maybe maybe I'm going to hit that tipping point, or, you know, what, where do I go from here where I feel like I'm doing everything right and I still I haven't hit that tipping point? Okay, so, so Kristen, let me ask you this. If you're doing everything right and you haven't hit the tipping point, if you just keep doing everything right the way that you've been doing everything right with some incremental changes, do you really believe you're going to hit a tipping point, or are you just going to keep doing everything right with some incremental changes? I mean, I don't know. Because it's like I think this is something different than what I've tried before, but, you know, I see the same things that somebody else in another niche might have done, and they, you know, they had success with it. And But for me, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Sean. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm glad to hear that. Because I think that what's happening with you is that you've gotten a business now that's kind of puttering along in a nice way, and it's comfortable, and it's comfortable, and so you're putting more, you're putting time into the comfortability, and you're trying to make these small changes that won't upset the apple cart too much, and that incrementally help you two or three percent. But because you take your your eye off of some other ball, you lose two or three percent over there, and in the long run you're not making any jumps. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I mean, well, I do think that some of the ideas, they have the potential to be a big change, but I don't know. And at this point, I feel like I've tried so many things that have the potential to be a big change that I find it hard to get, like, super excited about any of them, you know, actually playing out the way that I would like them to. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the fear thing you were speaking to, but. Mm-hmm. You, you see, Kristen, as long as there's something in you that says, I'm just not really excited about making this happen, you're wasting your time working on it. Let me ask you this. What's your big dream? If, if, if you could remake your business from scratch in one year, what, what would you want this to look like? What's your big dream? I mean, my my big dream would be to have more people coming into my funnel because it, it converts pretty well, my warm funnel, and I've even got my cold funnel converting 
marginally well. I mean, it's converting at like 1.5% and the warm funnel better than that. So, I mean, my big dream would be to reinvent my business where I'm teaching a coaching call every week that I love teaching, but I have more women coming into it. And because I have that greater volume, I can do the things to, to bring those conversion rates up even more. So, like, I feel, I guess you could say I have something comfortably, comfortably in place, but I want it. I want it to have more volume because that creates more stability for my family. I don't want to have to worry that this month there's not going to be enough to put groceries on the table. And I want to keep doing what I already love and what people are already telling me every day. Kristen, you're changing my life. I had an amazing birth after I took your class. You know, I guess I want to feel like the universe is giving me some of that good stuff back. Okay, so most of the sales that you're doing are coming through that automated campaign or people are in your coaching program or they're enrolling in a class, all of which comes through sending out emails that you've sent out in the past and sending them out again when you run a new live class. So probably 80 or 90% of your business is coming from that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So I want to, I want to work on two things here, okay? Number one, If we can make the assumption then, I mean, if 80 or 90% of the revenue that's coming in is coming through the things that you know how to do, then you don't need to do any more iteration on those things to grow if you could double or triple or quadruple the number of new people coming in on the front end, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I had more people coming in, I have a proven funnel, so... So your big weakness right now is the new people coming in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, I'm getting enough to make a, an okay flow every month, but I would like to increase the people coming in and increase, therefore, the, the income flow. Okay, but do you have a burning desire to make that happen, Kristen? <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm a failure. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you, I want to look at a pie chart of your business. I want to imagine a pie chart of your business. And okay. I want to say, you know, are you spending, what percentage of your time are you spending creating and delivering fresh content, like actual paid content, so your weekly coaching call, your classes, et cetera? How much time a, a week are you spending on that? Um. To like actually deliver the end product, uh, it may be three to four hours because I do, you know, I do two coaching calls and then maybe an extra training or two a week if I'm trying to hustle extra money. Okay. So the next question then is, how much time are you spending on running your business? All little things that are on your to-do list each day that have to happen to run your business. How many hours a week are you spending on that? Oh, you know, it's probably not that many. It's harder for me to say because some of those little things on my to-do list are related to raising my kids and everything, and I, I have a harder time compartmentalizing all of that out. But I would say, I don't I don't know, maybe 10 hours. Some of that's writing okay. sales copy and new content and stuff like that all lumped together. Okay. How many of those 10 hours are spent on doing things that are supposed to get you more visitors? 
maybe four to five, maybe half. Okay. And so then what are you spending the rest of the time in your business on? So you're spending three or four hours a week on content. You're spending uh, about four or five hours on traffic. You're spending five or six hours on just running your business. What do you spend the rest of your time on? Like just in my life? No, or in your business. Like business stuff. No, okay. we're talking about Sorry. your business here, in your business. Okay. So I'm like some of it's writing sales copy, um, maybe write. Well, like I spend a little bit of time writing an email, mostly do a daily email. Um, you know, Scott filters most of the email for me, so I don't do a lot of time on that unless I'm doing an engagement campaign. Um, some of it's like working on new email campaigns and things like that, and you know, some of it, some of it's definitely spinning my wheels and saying what's something that would work maybe reading a business book or something. Okay. So, it sounds to me like if if you absolutely had to go bare bones in your business, you could get by on about seven hours a week on three or four hours of delivery, about an hour of running your business because it, that's all it really takes is about an hour to check all the boxes. You're spending three or four yeah. because you have the time available to do it. You could do that in about an hour, and you could probably write most of your emails in an hour or two. So you could probably run your business in about eight hours a week if you just absolutely had to. I mean, if life just topsy-turvied, you absolutely could only spend two hours a day, four days a week. For a period of time, you could do that, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's how I see it. And I'm just – I've asked you a lot of questions – now I'm going to tell you how I see it, and then you're going to have to go to the drawing board and, and see whether or not you agree. And, and you have to agree. You have to want to do it. There's got to be a burning desire. But what I see is that if you were to rip everything out of your business except for those critical eight hours of stuff, if everything else were to be ripped out of your business, because you've already written the sales letters, and if you're going to focus on new people coming in, you don't need new sales letters. You already have 100 sales letters. You don't need new products. Yeah. You've already got 100 products. All you really need to do yeah. is record your weekly training, and that's your new content. And, and then if you do want to write a sales letter for it, who cares? That's another hour. Okay. But all the other stuff, if you were to just totally rip away all the other stuff, and then you would say, you know what, I am going to put all of my time and effort, no holds barred, into the, the number one way that you genuinely believe based on past results that you could double or triple traffic. And so that your burning desire was about tripling traffic, that all you focused on other than those eight hours was, was burning desire to double or triple traffic. What do you think would probably happen? Oh, I can probably double or triple my traffic. Okay. And, and you could do that without putting any more time into your business than you are right now, right? Yeah. So what's holding you back from doing just doing just that? Well, I guess previous to this is excuses, but now it shouldn't be anything. Uh-huh. Yep, absolutely. I believe you can do it. And and I don't need to go into the traffic sources here because you I've we've talked about that a couple months ago, I think we talked about it. You told me where you can consistently get 
huge chunks of new subscribers coming in. The more you do that, the more it will, um, I was going to say butterfly, but it's snowball. It'll snowball. People will see you. They'll, more people want to interview you. More people will want you to write. More people, more people, more people. But that's a snowballing kind of thing. And the problem, the challenge, the reason that it's so hard to do it, Kristen, is because if you, if you make an effort today to get printed, you make an effort today to get interviews, it's a month before those new subscribers start coming in, so you feel like you've got to work on today's income. I get it. Okay? I get it. You feel like you've got to work on what's going on today. But the truth of the matter is, if you, if you would take the excitement from today's call, and most of the work that I do in my business, come, it, the, the thing that fuels me is emotional energy. You have the emotional energy right now. You're riled up. When we, when we get off the call, you, you and Scott in the next 24 hours, you're going to have a, a heated um, uh, interaction of some kind. It's going to be, <laughs> you know, positive. I can't believe what that. I said hopefully positive. <laughs> yeah, it'll be positive. No, I, I'm talking about positive. Yeah, I'm talking about positive. I mean, you, it, it could go negative, but it shouldn't. I'm talking about positive. There's going to be a frustrating moment. There's going to be a, a wow. Wow, I really can cut 15 hours out of my work week if, if, if I'll take the leap and if I will just do the eight hours of work that I agreed with Sean I really only need and I will cut out the other 15. I will not work on all these things. I will rip up my to-do list. I will stop doing all of these things. I mean, I'll even make a bold statement. I'll make a bold statement to you, Kristen, and don't hold this against me if it doesn't work. Okay, <laughs> but I, I bet, I bet if you took all that content creation that you're doing every single day and every single month and every single week, all the stuff you're trying to do for SEO and all that that's bringing your subscribers in, but if you were to say, you know what, I'm going to do bare minimum on that for one month, the truth of the matter is that in one month, your SEO is not going to fall apart as long as you're doing a little bit and as long as you're posting some stuff and, you know, maybe even just having Scott start every time he responds to a subscriber, copy and paste that onto a post on your website so you're, you've still got fresh content. But I'm, I'm talking about really cutting back or just having Scott start transcribing your coaching calls and cut, have him, you don't even have to look at it, have him cut your coaching calls into five parts and just post a new article every single day. You'll keep the SEO going and have to hardly do any work at all. But imagine if you took the 15 hours that you cut out and you just said, you know what, for those 15 hours, all I'm going to do is work on those top two or three traffic sources I've talked with Sean about. All I'm going to do is work on that. And when the first post comes through and you get 100 new subscribers and some of them start buying and the first uh, uh, recording comes through and you get another 50 subscribers, another interview comes through and you get 25 subscribers, and you put it all out for 15 hours a week on driving those types of organic sources of traffic, you'd have the revenue back very, very, very quickly, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So the ball's in your court. Let's make it happen. Okay. All right. Let's take... Um, I want to take Sheila. Sheila, you're live.
Uh, Sheila, you're not live, but you will be. I went back over to my dashboard, and for some reason, I switched Wi-Fi networks. So I should be back on mine. And you just you turn away from your computer for 30 seconds, it does crazy things. So, Sheila, you're now live. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, thanks for the training today, Sean. Um, you helped me to focus and um, make things clearer. And I, I just wanted to let you know that I have been working on my content. I have three courses complete now. And I have been talking to people both face-to-face and online, and I've been getting a lot of movement and a lot of interest. So I'm very happy about that. Excuse me. I um, joined the conversation the other day, and people were talking about my subject, and I just said, oh, by the way, I'm planning to do some classes. If anyone is interested, let me know. And boom, I had several people to reach out to me, which I sent to join my list. And so that's working out well. I I know that, like you said, I already know everything to do. I just have to do it. And I'm happy to say that I am. I um, let some people... Check out that sales letter that I sent you, including my current client, and he was so impressed with it. I asked him if he was getting everything that I was promising in the sales letter, and he said yes, all of that and even more. So I'm putting that up today and sending it live and sending it out to the list. Congratulations. You've done a lot of hard work, Sheila. Congratulations. You've done a lot of hard work, Sheila, and I'm loving the fact that you're taking full responsibility for making it happen because nobody else is going to do it for you. That's one of the things I've learned in my business. Nobody, Nobody's going to run my business for me. I, 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 If I'm going to get results in my business, God's going to bless the work that I do, but i got to get out there and do it. My wife's not going to do it for me no matter how motivated she is, you know, nobody else in the world's going to do it for me. I've got to get out there and do it, whether that means getting up early, working late, staying motivated. If I'm down, I'm responsible for getting myself back up. You know, if I'm disappointed, I am responsible for taking the steps. And, you you know, you're doing that. You're recognizing that. And by the power of God, you're doing these things. But you're the one that's putting one foot in front of the other. So congratulations. Any questions for me? Thank you. Um, I I really don't have any questions today. I um, like I said, I, I know what I have to do, and I'm just staying focused and getting it done. Excellent. Well, very very good. Here's what I want to do. Uh, Don, you Don in Oregon, you had put your hand up, and now you've put it down. If you still want to talk with me, uh, just hit uh, star two on your phone. 
and uh, I believe it's going to be good for you. I was good when I, I was glad when I saw your hand raised. I'm, I'm thinking maybe you just hit it twice and so it came back down. So what I'd like to do is talk with Don next, and then I want to talk with Marion uh, after that. I'm going to do a last call here. So if you want to talk with me, you need to start two on your phone now, um, because or you may not get in line. So. Uh, uh, let's see, Don, you're live. Don, you you, you got, a, got a moment to chat? Okay, Don must have put his hand down because he got something else going, so uh, I'm I'm not going to push that one. Let's go with Marion. Marion, you're live. Hello. It's been a great Hello. morning. Thank you. And I am emotionally spent from it. It's kind of showcased what I'm not doing right and I've got some confusion and other things going on and my biggest challenge has been I get started on one track and then something comes up that I should be doing this other track and and then I'm getting nothing done. I'm getting lots of little things in different places and I need it to all pull together. I wanted to um, create my course on helping wannabe authors write a book, and I um, accidentally got a beta student by going into Barnes & Noble looking for something, and, and I had my diabetes book with me, and she said, oh, you write? What, what do you do? And I said, well, I help others get started writing, and she says, I'm it. And I wound up with her as a beta student, and it's forcing me to um, create the next little training every week, which is good. But then I'm also I have the diabetes book, and I am being encouraged by others to go back and write a second book on that subject because it's all kind of tied together, but it's not. And um, Health has, has come up as another major issue in our family, and I've got to get my husband back on all the good things that I've taught in my book. And so I'm, I'm kind of wavering with some of that. And then on top of it, we hit a financial crunch like nobody's business, and my husband is looking to um, generate some more income, came up with an idea of what to do with the software program that he wrote for autoresponders, and is retooling it, but it's going to require me to do the sales letter, the marketing, and write the actual email campaigns. And so I can mentally say, okay, if I had a nine-to-five job, that could be it without having to be nine-to-five. But then I've got these other – it's confusing. But my real passion is helping people, and I suddenly realized listening to your call but my biggest problem is I still don't have a list. And if I had a list that I could go and write to, I would be so jazzed to help people. So there I am, faults and all. Okay, so here's the thing, Marion. After everything that you've shared with me, after everything that mm-hmm. you've you shared with me, you know deep down inside that in order for you to get where you want to go, you're going to have to select something and prioritize it. Because I can tell you this, yes. you may not want to hear this, your main husband may not want to hear this, but 
as long as you're trying to do five things, no matter how important these five things are, as long as you're trying to do five things at one time, you will you will spectacularly uh, I don't want to use the word fail, but you will just be yeah, that's what it is. on all of them. And and I'm just telling you the yeah. truth. I, I want you to imagine when Moses was leading I, the Israelites out of Egypt. If Moses was also building some business and he was also writing a book and he was also helping his wife with a big project, the, the Israelites wouldn't have gone very far. I, I mean, seriously, almost all great things in on earth are done when it's a singular focus. I know a that. Singular for right or for wrong, it's a singular focus. You know, and, and you may have to say, look, my my husband's project comes first, so for the next 120 days, you give it your all. You do nothing else but your husband's project, and you get it up, and you get it running, and it's profitable. And then you're able to say, okay, great, now I've got a big number one. I don't I don't know what it is, but I can tell you this. You don't want to hear it. And wishful thinking won't make this not true. But if you try to do your husband's project and you try to build a list and you try to write your second diabetes book and, 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 you will not do a good job at any of them. You'll be wasting your time writing copy for your husband. You'll be wasting time building your list. You'll be wasting time writing the book. You'll have nothing to show for it in 120 days. And I cannot, unfortunately, I can't tell you which one's most important. You know, and obviously... You know, you've got to make that decision, and it may well be your husband's project because that's the big breadwinning thing, but you've got to go in with the idea that your goal is to get that profitable so that you can back out and only work on it an hour a day so you can work on everything else. Then maybe that's what's got to happen, but I can tell you this. As long as you try to do all five, you will. Maybe you won't fail, but you'll just bang your head against the wall on all five. You'll be in the same boat 120 days from now. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. You're welcome. By the way, I want to tell you, um, and I want to make absolutely sure that you, I believe that you you made a comment. You'll know exactly what I mean if you wrote it. You made a comment a few months ago about motivated idiots in uh, responding to an email of mine. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want to tell you, I want to encourage you because I want to tell you that that comment, was the most life-changing comment that I've received from anybody actively in my life in the last year or so. Um, that that comment, and obviously the sentence or two that surrounded it, but the meaning behind that comment has deeply impacted my thought process and my implementation. And and it, it came at a critical time when I was evaluating some things and kind of looking at my own burning desire and why. And um, and obviously you know the background behind it. But I can tell you that that you, you changed you, me reading that and you writing that. You changed my life in an amazing way. I think you have an amazing insight into other people. You're changing lives. You don't even realize it. And I just wanted to share with you that that you you drastically changed my life by having the guts and the willingness to write that comment about motivated idiots. It's just been so helpful. You have you have no clue, no idea. Thank you. 
Wow. Okay, I gotta go help people. <laughs> but not the ones that are idiots. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Mm. And uh we, we come full circle. We go back around and around and around. You my mother used to say you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And I'll tell you, between me and you, I think that that phrase, the the meaning behind it, has amazing import for things online. Whether it's diabetes, Mm -hmm. or whether it's a business, or whether it's software, has amazing import for online. You You see, offline, you're able to tell Who's not going to take action since you just don't focus on them? But online, everybody looks the same. Everybody looks the same. They have a name and an email address. They look uh-huh. the same. And you pour your heart out to everybody. But only 5% are going to drink. You're going to lead the other 95 to water. And you're going to spend the same effort leading the other 95 to water. But only 5% are going to drink. I'll leave you with that, Marion. You changed my life. The, the just powerful, powerful statement that you sent me, and I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's mm-hmm. see. I want to see who has uh, – I'm going to take Renzi next and then Cynthia. Renzi, you live. Hey, what's up, man? Um, what was I going to say? Okay, I have, uh, like, what, two questions? The first one – are you still doing the YouTube 90-day challenge? Yeah, absolutely. Just taking a break from some of the videos. So one of the things that happens in any online endeavor, and, you know, folk, one of the things that I talk about a lot, Remsey, is this idea of you've got to push through and you've got to push through walls. And I encourage you, well, I'm not special. I'm just like everybody else. And and sometimes I run up against walls and you get to this place and you're like, you know what, I don't have it in me to record a video this week. And and so so I take in faith, I say, you know what, we're going to suspend this for a little bit and uh, we'll be right back at it. And sometimes that's what has to happen in your business. You've got to be able to say, I'm going to get right back at it. And, in fact, I had an interesting idea for a video today, and I think when we get done with this, I'll probably record it and put it on. I may not send an email out about it, but uh, it will be there shortly. Uh, anything else? Any other questions for me, Ramsey? Okay, that was good because uh, I went on vacation too, like, a couple weeks, like maybe two, three weeks ago, so I was not going. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Okay, so I've been doing the videos. I have a lot of fun making these videos. Like, I made a 10 by 10 matrix for the videos and stuff like that, and I have a lot of ideas. Uh, I put back some things that really inspire me. I went to a New York City and I came back. Bought things that inspired me to make more videos like them. My piano and guitar inspired me a lot to make videos. I, I haven't worked that way, worked the, worked it, worked that into ten by ten but I will. But I have, I, I have also making these videos. So I think the pattern I have down now for the website is gonna be the video, the post, the the email, you know, um, the tip of the day or whatever and stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna launch. The PR thing pretty soon, maybe in the next, I want to say three weeks, when I have more videos up on the site on, on my website. Um, should I? Because I want to give everyone a, when I launch a PR campaign, I want to give everyone a two week free, two week free trial. 
Should I do the two-week free trial or just charge them 30? Because it's going to be for the membership, the PR campaign. So it's going to be, so like, do I do a two-week free trial and then the $30 a month or just $30 a month? Because they don't really know what the membership, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. When you're first starting out, sometimes a free trial can be helpful because you can get people in, you can find out what they need, you can find out what their needs are, and you can tailor their membership to their needs. So I'm not big on free trials because, you know, I, I don't like churn. You know, I'd, I'd rather not have as many clients but not have to deal with as much churn. You know, I, I want happy people. And so with trials, you get you get more people that try it out and, and they don't even know what they're getting into, and, and then they don't like it and they churn. There's nothing wrong with that. I think when you're first starting out, there's a place for it because if you could get 25 people that are free trialers, I mean, even if only five of them continued, you'd gain a lot of actionable insight by, by, by interacting with those folks. So if that feels good for you, I'd, I'd go with what feels good for you on that. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, you do tend to get more stability out of people that pay immediately. Uh, but at the same time, you know, when you're first starting out, you can get more traction by getting more people in and being able to really communicate. So I would encourage you the next week, Remsey, just dig your head in, really put your head down, and let's pull all the pieces together. You've got a lot of pieces. You've got your website, and you've got your emails, and you've got your videos. Pull it all together. Make it a system. Spend the next week, a week or two after that getting your membership ready, and then go for the PR launch. How does that sound? It sounds good, yeah, man. I have a lot of, yeah, you're right. I have a lot of stuff, and man, it's it's crazy, man. Obviously, my biggest yep. uh, thing is the fear of failure. That's pretty much it. The fear of failure. That's my biggest problem, right there. But what you said sounds good. I'm I'm definitely gonna do that. Excellent. And keep in mind, Ramsey, just like I taught on this training, on this training, I talked about fear. And if you missed it, listen to the recording. I talked about fear. You have nothing to fear, Ramsey, because if it all fails, you haven't lost anything. Because you're creating something from nothing, and if it all fails and it goes back to nothing, you have nothing to lose because you're creating it from nothing. But the truth of the matter is, even if it all fails and you didn't get a single subscriber, you still got a 100 videos out there and you still have a solid website with content on it and you still have solid emails and you're still building a list and then you can always start over again with that, and that's if you had total failure, you'd still have all those parts of your business left. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right about that. So there's <laughs> nothing really to fear, is there? There's nothing to fear, is there? Yeah. When you put it that way, it makes sense. Absolutely. That's the way I put it in my business, Ramsey. <laughs> so, you know, you, you and others come to this call because you want to learn how I do it. I'm telling you, that's how I do it. I have nothing to fear. I can write a sales letter today. I can write a sales letter today. And if nobody buys, what happens? Nothing. Because the sales letter didn't exist yesterday, I can write another sales letter tomorrow. Now, I've been doing this long enough, Ramsey, that generally I only write a sales letter for things that I, that I really believe people are going to love. Okay? You know, so over with experience. But I'm telling you, there was a time in my day when I create training programs and people didn't want to buy them. Now they're bonuses to stuff. People like them as bonuses. But you have nothing to fear because you're creating something out of thin air and you create it, and if people don't like it, what do you lose? You lose nothing. How's that sound, Renzi? 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because if I, I could release it all over, and then I would have all that stuff as a, a bonus if everything went down the drain. Yeah, you're right about mm-hmm. that. Thanks, Sean. Uh, good cool. advice, man. You're welcome. You're welcome, Ramsey. Go make it happen. All right, uh, Cynthia. Uh, I tell you, Cynthia, if it's okay with you, if you can hold for a couple more minutes, I'm going to talk with Don first, and then I'm going to move to you, Cynthia. Don, you're live. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, Don. How are you? Doing well, doing well. All right. You got a comment for me? You've been here for the, the training. Um, some of this training was specifically crafted for you in response to some of what's going on with you. Obviously, it matches everybody because the things that hold you back are the same things that hold others back. So let me ask you this, Don. How did what I taught today impact you personally? Well, um, probably the outstanding thing you said today was, uh, did you write down the words no longer? Um, in other words, um, we all have a human will and, uh, life will, the process of our living, each one of us will, will bring different levels of trials. And as you say, walls and all that. And then there comes a point, there usually comes a point, uh, I guess at at which somebody will either simply give up and just go live a ridiculously unimportant, uneventful, ineventful life, or or what what we hope is that the person would make a categorical, absolute, irrevocable, eternal decision to win. And um that's what has had to happen in my life recently. I had to, I, I, as I said in my email to you, that um, a couple emails that, um, and and by the way, my my comments. If if you want to hear anything that I have to say, it has nothing to do with online marketing. I I am in a crisis, or have been going through a crisis that has zero to do with online marketing. Uh, I haven't touched the lifestyle class because. I actually, uh, it's been a financial and spiritual shakedown uh, such as I've never thought would ever even begin to occur in my life. Much like Job went through, people know about the Job in the Bible, and I'm not comparing myself with his level, but it has been similar in many ways. So the, the, uh, what I had to do was make a categorical, irrevocable, eternal decision that <clears throat> that no matter what is going on in my life that I will absolutely dominate and come out of this crisis on top in every possible way, all of my goals, all of my dreams, and I don't care what the cost is. And even if I, even if in the last resort I, I missed something and, and I actually died in the process, I wouldn't give a rip about it. I am sold out over the cliff and um determined to recover from this financial crisis and it has been everybody talks about a financial crisis and we all have different levels of those but in mine i was a millionaire on paper drove the top of the line bmw had a mansion in california and all that nonsense 
and now all of that is gone. And I got I the other day I got down to I think it was thirty seven cents, and I was in Walmart trying to figure out how, uh, what tomato I would buy and how thin I can slice it to survive. So, and 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 it isn't just that that everybody goes through poverty and different struggles. Okay, so, so the Don, difficulties I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm running gonna, into. Don, Don, I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna talk over you for a second. I'm gonna cut you off. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, go ahead. No problem. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to turn things around. We're going to turn things around right now. I can either help you or I can't, okay? But yeah, go ahead. the question is, for, for every, all the tribes, and, and I want you to understand, Don, I've been through the trials as well, so I, I don't want to say that I understand perfectly what you're going through. No, I, I do want to say. Yeah, go ahead. I, I do want to say that I'm not blowing off your trial, okay? But I am saying that my role in your life, right now, my role in other people's lives right here on this call is to help horses that I've led to water, I help them drink, okay? What that means is my role is to help you drink. My role is to help you from an online perspective get that part of your business uh, back up and running. That's, that's where we're at. We're going to go from 37 cents to wherever you want to go if, 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 and only if, Don, you are ready to take a part of your time in your day and put it into online and, and give it its go. And if you're not ready, then come back in 90 days or come back in a year when you're ready. But that's the jumping off point right now, right here. Now, for some people listening to me, they say, boy, Sean sounds awful harsh. But this is my, this is my role. Okay, so, you know, if I lived in your town and you live next door, then, hey, maybe I could feed you for a week or something. Okay, I can't do that. But what I can do is I can show you how to build a lifestyle business in the four out of the 24 hours a day that God has given you each day. I can show you how to do that so that you can have the money coming in. And money does not solve all problems, but I can guarantee you that if you had an income stream that would allow you to have more than 37 cents at the grocery store and you had that income stream coming in online, that would begin to, to put some things in place to change your life. So let me ask you this right now, Don. You came to this call. You listened to everything that I gave you, okay? I've taught you for the last four months, somewhere in there. I've given you the, the keys doing things, you admitted at the very beginning of this that you haven't done the work that's associated with that first class. i got to ask you this. What exactly can I help you with right now? Well, Sean, um, let me remind you that the reason I'm on this call is because you asked me to come on. Um, I didn't come on here voluntarily because I made it clear that online marketing has zero interest for me right now because I'm dealing with the spiritual depth of this thing. So, therefore, I came on the call out of honor for you. So if you have a question, you can ask me. Otherwise, we can leave it, and I'll come back at some point in the future. Okay, Don, you're right. I asked you to come to this call because I believed that I could help you build your online business. So I, I mistakenly did not understand that what you were really reaching out for was the spiritual help, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so for that, I apologize, okay? No so, problem. So obviously, I'm not going to help you with your online business. But uh, I, 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 I want to I, – you know, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know what to say along the lines. When, when you write me, Don, 
you say all the right things. You, about your spiritual warfare, you say all the right things. Your head, your head's up, your chin's up. But there's a disconnect somewhere. There's some disconnect between what you believe in your mind and what you're activating in your life. I, I believe that. I believe there is a disconnect between what you believe in your mind and what you're living out in your life. I believe there's something going on there. You know, we, we've, we, we've talked about or you've shared, you know, the, the situation you're in financially uh, several times. We've talked about the fact that you're out there, you know, looking for work. And I, I guess I just always assume that if somebody's out there looking for work and they're, they're out there asking to be in my class and they go through my class and they really want to be in my class and they promise to, to do the work in the class, I just make the assumption that they're wanting to build an online income that kind of replaces knocking on doors for 12 hours and, and getting one one client. And, and so I guess I, I will ask you, Don, what, 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 is, what is holding you back? You, spiritually, you fought the war, okay? If, if, if God is on your side, nothing can actually stand against you. So let me ask you this, Don. What is it? What is it? that is preventing you from getting offline business and or online business? What's genuinely, you know, what, what's the real deal here? Um, well, first of all, let me say that online business has, has an enormous interest in mine. All I do said, as I explained, um, to deal with, the crisis of survival and the spiritual crisis that I'm going through. And I'll, I'll say this. I do not understand yet, just as Job didn't understand until the, if you read the last few verses, he finally figured out why all of that hell was, was brought upon him. He finally said at the end of Job, it says, Oh my God, that which I greatly feared has come upon me. So he finally figured it out, but I have not yet figure it out what has brought this situation into my life to in its fullest i know i made some stupid mistakes so online marketing and, and by the way i do think you have plenty of capacity to help people as you love to do in in other areas other than online but i am serious about that but i absolutely set it aside so when you say what is stopping me the truth is sean i have not got a hold of that, but I work on it all the time from three in the morning until God knows. So I cannot answer you. I haven't got the answer yet. We'll get it. Okay, so when you're working on it, what are you working on? I was concerned about that, be, uh, about and talking to you about it because the 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 laws and, and systems that I'm working with are uh, to to conquer this situation and turn it around are primarily spiritual, and uh, I don't mean that in a new age sense. I mean the Bible. There are so when when you say what am I working on? I mean all right. The the primary thing, if you are wishing to accomplish anything by faith then you have to believe without doubting as it says and then you but you have to have a really deep clear close holy relationship with god because if you're doing things wrong that'll block you if you're screwing up or 
if you have any unforgiveness or all that, you know all that. It, it blocks your life and blocks your whatever. So what I'm working on, and I've been seriously and furiously working on, is clearing up every life, and yet then and placing that before and saying okay, and then learning to listen to God. What is He saying? And uh, applying that and and taking each step, a little breakthrough here and there. So it's working. But what I'm working on is my relationship with God so that it's like those of uh, the greats that you read about, like Moses or those people who could simply talk to God and he would talk back. And that's what I'm working on is the spiritual depth of it, not the mechanics of each half an hour. Okay, excellent. Gotcha, gotcha. And, Can I say and one, Don, I say obviously one more thing? My heart... there, is, there, there is a famous song. There's a famous song that says... Are you truly seek him will ever be found. So that's what I'm doing, seeking God, saying, okay, what did I do wrong? What What's going on? That's what I all of my activity is about all day long. Mm-hmm. Plus working. I mean, I'm a sign painter, a commercial. I do, I do can draw and get it done as fast as possible. Make the money, pay the bills, whatever. That's what I'm working on. Don, I appreciate you sharing that with me, and uh, obviously, on, on you know, I I was mistaken. I thought I could help you with something from a business perspective. Um, I don't know that that right that on this call, obviously, I can help you with the spiritual things. And it sounds like to me, you you you're working things out with God, and I you know I I don't know that there's anything else that I can do to address that right here right now. Don, I appreciate you coming here because I asked you to, even though I asked you for the wrong reason, I guess. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> no I problem. Do, I do wish that I could help more than I've been able to. So with that said, I, I am going to uh, move. Uh, uh. All right, folks, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take Cynthia next, and uh, like I I said, I I get on the phone here, and then uh, my computer automatically switches web servers. <laughs> I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> Cynthia, you're live. Thanks so much for your patience. You're an awesome, patient person today. Thanks, Sean. I have a couple of questions of how-tos. I've been appetite-wetting. Um, about my six-week class that's coming up that I'm going to release just as a canned class. I did ask about maybe recording it live, but I didn't get much in the way of response. Um, And one of the responses was suggesting that I do it in the fall, and another was interested in the can, but in a few weeks. So I thought, okay, let me just go ahead with releasing what I have because it is sufficient for a class. Um, so I've been wetting appetite by sending, you know, a little bit of slicing and, like you said, like 10 minutes or less, things like that. And in the meantime, I've continued with my, you know, making my, my regular email sequence and putting out content and stuff like that. Um, gotten a lot of traffic starting to happen. So I'm starting to, starting to actually get noticed in, in a couple of places and um, getting a small stream of subscribers coming in. And so I have continued recording as part of that. So I've got, you know, I've got stuff on my website ready to put onto a download page for for the next product too. 
So I did keep on with what you said in, in a lifestyle class to keep on making things as you go by the time. So I'm going to, I'm going to this week actually release that six week class. And so I'm going to do a pre sales email today and then sales email this week. And, um, the delivery question about it is I connected the PayPal in before and it seems like it's working because I'd, I'd sold a couple of things before of, of my first product. And this is a six-week class, so it's not just a download page. So what I did was I set up a preliminary download page connected with PayPal and then put them into the email list. And I was kind of perplexed as to exactly what to do. Do I then take the six weeks of the class after the preliminary one and just every week send them an email? Yeah, you can automate that with your autoresponder. So let's say somebody comes to the class live, then each week when you, you hold the class, you're going to send an email out that says, hey, here's, your, here's the link to come to the class live, just like I do for this coaching call. Uh, that, that email does not go out automatically. I mean, I could program it to go out automatically, but uh, that always scares me because what if it goes out automatically on some day that I intended to cancel the call? So it only takes me five minutes to do it manually. So for the first six weeks, you're just going to do it manually. Once you automate it so that people in the future will get it, then you'll automate, you'll create a new list in your autoresponder account for people that buy this, and every week they'll get one of the download pages for that particular week. Does that make sense? Well, it actually, this first time I am going to release it just as a canned class. I'm not going to do okay. the live part because I, I didn't okay, get much great. of a response. So you're just going to put those download pages into your autoresponder and just enroll everybody in your autoresponder, and it will all happen automatically through your autoresponder. And just every week, I mean, just make it on a particular day of the week, or do I make it like a week later from when they bought it? or? It doesn't matter. It's your choice. So in your autoresponder, you should be able to designate that every Tuesday at 8 o'clock the email goes out for example. So when you set the email, you can say it goes out on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, for example. Now, I don't like to do that. If, if I'm automating something that goes out, I like to give them the first lesson today, and then the next lesson is seven days from now. And the reason for this is, and I don't know where I learned this, but, but somebody gave me a seed of a thought probably eight or nine years ago, and it said that, and their thought was, and, and I buy into this thought, that if somebody online is online right now, and it, let's say it's Tuesday at 8 o'clock, and, and you subscribe to my course Tuesday at 8 o'clock, it is highly likely that every week, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, you're online. Because as humans, we're, we're, we're creatures of habit. I'm online approximately the same time of day every day. And you're online approximately the same time of day every day, but it's different than the time I'm online. And Bruce is online approximately the same time every day, but it's different for him. What that means is that if somebody subscribes at Tuesday at 8 o'clock, it is highly likely that next week, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, they'll also be online, and they'll also have the kind of time that they can put into it. And so that's just my personal feeling is I like to just say, send it out after seven days, send it out after seven days. Um, that's what I like to do. Okay, thank you. That, does, that, that feels better to me, too. Um, I do have a preliminary and then six lessons. Should I just call it seven lessons then? Um, either way, it's, it's totally up to you. I don't want to tell you there's a wrong or right way. I would probably call okay. it six lessons plus a preliminary lesson, and then if I tacked a bonus lesson on the end, that'd be a bonus lesson. So 
I would probably call it six lessons plus a preliminary plus a bonus. You know, but you could call it seven lessons. I mean, it would be seven lessons. I think either way works. I think you've got to decide, you know, and I don't like to make it hard, and that's one of the reasons, you know, that's one of the things that we struggle with in this business. There's there's a thousand ways to do everything, and for me to come out and say my way is the best way, I have a hard time with that, and yet some people need to be told, just do it this way. So if you need me to make a decision for you, call it six lessons. You can do it either way, whatever feels good for you, which feels better for you, calling it seven lessons or calling it six lessons and having a preliminary lesson that comes first. Okay. Well, what I did in the sales letter was keep it real simple, and I just called it six lessons, and I thought it would be a nice surprise because I also couldn't figure out how to describe it. Good. Good. I like that. That's awesome. I think that that's awesome. I think it really is. I want to give you one recommendation. And this is from hard-earned, I mean, this is hard-earned experience. If the class is not live, not live, obviously if it's live, there's nothing you can do to fix this except hold two classes a week for the first two weeks. First two to three weeks that people are enrolled in your six-lesson class, they will work four to eight times harder than they will in the last four lessons. And, and so we can look at this two ways. One, we can say, ah, oh, it's their personal responsibility to work as hard as they need to, and if they miss out, they miss out. Or we can say, look, we know people are going to work harder the first two weeks. So what you can do is send the preliminary lesson out on day zero, which is the day they signed up. Send lesson one out on day four. Send lesson two out on day 11. And then maybe after that, send them every seven days. Nobody's going to complain because they're getting the lessons early. Who's going to complain if, if they get six weeks of lessons in four weeks? Nobody should complain. But what it's going to mean is that they're going to be able to get more lessons early on when, they, when they're going to be emotionally energized about doing it. And then uh, down the road, they will be able to uh, uh, get a lesson a week when they're not as energized. Does that make sense? That does. That does. I was kind of wondering about that because I've noticed you do that before, and I did top load it so that the first few have a lot more, like, intensity to it, and the other ones are more that they'll, like, spread out into their mind in the week rather than that they spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Any other questions for me, Cynthia? Yes, because I have continued, like you said, in the six-week lifestyle course. We keep, you know, keep going on. I've, I've got the recordings pretty much ready. I'll have to do an intro and an extra or whatever it is you call it. But uh, the next mm -hmm. product ready. How long do I wait after releasing the six-week class before releasing the next product? There won't necessarily be an overlap of who's interested. So it doesn't seem like there would need to be a six-week gap. But well, however you want to do it, it's your business. You can you can launch something new every week if you want to, or you can wait a month, or you can wait a week. It doesn't matter. I don't have any so prescribed time period. I launch something when I think people are ready, or when okay. I'm ready. So when I get ready to it, at once I release this and see what other glitches are, then I'll release the other one, and in the meantime, just keep adding to it. Okay. I was just kind of getting yeah, stuck absolutely. on the whole thing. Yeah, and I absolutely. wanted to do a shout-out. I wanted to do a shout-out. Thank you. To Brenda, who had suggested self-growth. 
Um, I've been doing the articles there, and I want to thank you also for sending out my, my first few articles there. And I wanted to say yesterday I put up my 28th article. Congratulations. That's awesome, Cynthia. 28 articles on self-growth in the last month or so. I just love the way that you're digging in and you're you're starting to get more subscribers, and I'm excited. I'm really excited. You're making an effort to get new subscribers, which is going to drive your business. And, and I wanted to help other people, too, because I've got a spreadsheet, and I'm tracking certain things about self-growth, self -growth, mm -hmm. and I was just linking it to my YouTubes and my blog to get traffic there to initially. But yesterday I added in, instead of saying who I was, I put in your By the Way and, and my free ebook. And with a zero, because I just published that, I added out, I went and put all the statistics for who, because there's a place you can look at how many views you've got. And I put it all in. And um, in the past, I was in the past five weeks since I did my first article, these 28 articles, well, 27, because it was a zero, got 1,971 views. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. So I wanted awesome. to encourage other people that it does seem like a good place. And I also wanted to say thank you on the YouTube channel because in May, around the time that started, it wasn't the exact day, I noticed because I'd been watching and pushing for it, I'd, I'd reached a 1,000 views on my YouTube channel. And when I looked yesterday you know, at self-growth, I went back and looked at, at, at YouTube, and I've now got 2,600 and something views on my YouTube. It's finally all starting to come together, isn't it, Cynthia? It is. And I answered some questions. I forget who suggested it before, but I was too scared when I looked there and got the account um, on Quora. And in just the first week, I i mean, I, I, I got over a 1,000 views of the answers that I put. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say that those were things that I learned from you and from the people that are my classmates there that I thought might be useful for other people. Cynthia, thanks so much for sharing. And I'm obviously most excited. I'm more excited about you because, you know, when we started this new project three or four months ago with you, you know, you were getting onesies and twosies and three views here and three views there. And now we're talking, you know, in the last month go from 1,000 views to 2,600 views on YouTube. I mean, that really sounds like there's some virality there, somebody sharing things. And, you know, so often folks get frustrated because they're doing little actions and they don't add up to much, but there's a snowballing thing that happens when you start doing multiple things, like you're posting in Quora and you're doing self-growth and you're doing the videos and you're building relationships. And when you build relationships with people and they share your videos and, and, and they share your articles and other people share them, and there's this snowballing that happens. And so... I'm really excited for what you're doing, and I think with that said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today's call, and I, I want to say, obviously, I mean, I had no idea we'd spend almost an hour on Q&A. We had some interesting discussion today, but I believe that everything that we've talked about today, um, I, I really believe this, everything that we've put together and everything that we've talked about today, if, if, if you've been on this call and you've dug in there is something in this call for you that should motivate you to be able to go to the next level to make it happen because obviously I gave you a formula at the very beginning of the call. You know, I hashed it out a little bit with Kristen and said, hey, this is what it looks like in real life. 
Um, we had a little bit of a discussion with Don. You know, we, now we've talked with Cynthia and Cynthia, you know, talking with you. We, we, I'm, I'm just really excited because it's like, yeah, the snowball effect works. It's not easy to get started. I remember how difficult it was when you first got started. Uh, I got to talk with Marion, and I'm just so excited to be able to share with Marion, um, you know, how she's impacted my life this year. And, you know, that was one out of 70 comments or something that Marion's made to me. And so I don't believe she had any way of knowing that that would change my life. And yet that took her 30 seconds or 60 seconds to write me something that was very poignant and pointed and very targeted for me, and it changed my life. And, and so uh, I'm, I'm just excited. I'm glad we all got to talk, so it was worth Sheila. It's good to chat with you. And so, you know, I'm glad that we all got to talk. Having said that, folks, let's go ahead and wrap up, and we'll plan on seeing you next week.